Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And how's that life going today, Mr. Manning? Loving it. We had a good day today, had a client meeting, had our first mastermind group. Uh, we went to B&I. Now we're here with Heather and Drago. So it's a good day. It is a fantastic yeah. day. And I was on vacation all last week, and you're taking a nice, long, romantic honeymoon weekend. I am. Coming up. We're so going glamping. Yes. Nice. So we're allowed to do that because we're taking the risk of being small business owners, which there's plenty of it. Uh, but you get to call your schedule. We do. And I'm super excited to spend three and a half days with my honey bunny. Yeah, and it's going to rain. We know it's going to go on. Where so. y'all going? <laughs> Drinking. We are going to a campground in Apex, North Carolina. I can't remember the name of it, but um, our dear friends, Nikki and Charlie Crow, set us up with their camper that they rent out um, cool. for our honeymoon present. Slash Becky and I need just to try that. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We would enjoy that. So we're we're super pumped. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, my friend Maddie is taking care of the dogs, mm. so it's a dog-free, kid-free it, it weekend. Oh, yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, let your dogs throw up on somebody else. Oh, uh, right? Geez, every, I feel... every day, Heather. Every day. Who threw up today? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Really? Oh, yeah. They puke a lot. Yeah, they do. They will get so hungry that it's like a bile throw up. So, or if they don't want to go out and go yeah. to the bathroom, they just hold it in and then they get sick. They're weird. They're weirdos. You took one of them out one time. They didn't pee, came back in the house, peed immediately. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, freaking dogs. I'm Tell feeling pretty what. good about mine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should. Well, having a puppy, I'd forgotten what having a puppy was like. And he was very good though when, when we came over. Yes. He is, he is very well behaved. He does have a cone on right now because he won't stop licking his damn paws and his man bits, and they were all red. And um, the skin was <laughs> so many starting jokes to there. get. I know. I know. I'm like so starting many. to get you know a little raw, and <laughs> his poor belly was all red. And so he's on all sorts of medications and shampoos and. The but cone. the reaction Trinity got because we all knew she had two dogs. Yeah. And then she posted on Facebook, and I'm like. You're going to get a third dog? Yep. I am a glutton for punishment. Such a glutton. But Sir Elton John is settling in nicely with yeah. the family. Elvis is starting well, to get Well, who's wearing the cone? Sir, Sir Elton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Scott, because I was over there yesterday, and Scott has to pick him up to take him up the steps because the cone keeps hitting the steps. That poor dog. <laughs> I, know. I know. But he doesn't mind the cone. That's it what Scott said. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. bother him at all. So yeah, it keeps your food gonna, right there. It's we're great. gonna we're gonna roll with it. I looked yeah. over the other day and he had a bone like in the bottom of the cone, just chilling. Yeah, it's, it's right like there. His, it's like his little personal plate. You don't have to work for it. Yeah. Exactly. But Heather, yes. I everybody that listens to the show knows that um, I love our male business owners, but I have a special affinity for fellow women in business. What would you say? Ooh, no what? introduction. Oh, man. I'm not editing We're, that out. You're not you're editing that out. Own. I know. You're on your own. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys there and girls, <laughs> listeners of all ages, today we have a very, 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 very special guest, Miss Heather Widener with Flower Creations Rollsville. 
and also licensed broker at Junary Financial. Also dear friend of us and the show and personal friend of Trinity French. Um, hottie patati, workout partner, luscious yep. long hair babe. What else can I say about her? Yeah, that's pretty well, good right there. Kick yeah. ass, kick ass <laughs> female entrepreneur and business owner. So tell me about Thank the you. nose ring. I actually got this when I was 18. My, so a couple years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe story. like a year yeah. or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so my mom, when I was younger, she was like, you have such a cute nose, you should get it pierced. So I did. And I actually had this out for a long time because I thought I needed to have a professional appearance. Mm. And then I realized no one really cares if you have your nose pierced. Mm. Like, nope. it doesn't affect anything. No. Nope. So um, earlier this year, actually, I put it back in. So yeah, right. cool. <laughs> I like it. I Thank actually you. noticed it and commented it on today also. So, mm. and Thanks. I don't think, especially in a creative field, like what you're in. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. and I mean, I guess you look at like most of my friends are like covered in tattoos and piercings. Oh, your whole and, Facebook crowd, your whole yeah. wedding. What was it? They were either tattooed or. Or you, super ripped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I was neither. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I mean, you know, when I was working at the university, I guess I felt like I needed to look Blood. professional, and, you know, so so now looking back, it, it wouldn't have mattered, I don't mm. think. Well, I love it. Thank you. So back to my question before I forgot to introduce you, <laughs> no because problem. people are probably like, who the heck is Heather? Well, Heather is florist, dear friend, female entrepreneur, so my question for you is, what would you say has been the hardest thing to overcome as a female business owner? Managing my time and money. Okay. Yep. I would say that that is two of the top things that any business owner would struggle with. Um, what have you done or what things have you put in place to help manage your time? Um, Using my calendar, and I know that's so simple, but now I put things on my phone and I also write them out, So that, and I look at an actual calendar to plan out things, and I just feel so much more organized. I feel like I'm, like, prepared for the day or the week mm -hmm. instead of, like, shit's just flying at me. Um, I think that's helped a lot. And then with money, it's just been knowing where the money needs to be spent and also what overhead is just not necessary to make the business run. Yeah, you should totally read the book Profit First. I've been talking about it nonstop for a couple of weeks now. It's really good. I'll have to check it out. Yep. Were you good with money before you bought the business? I was I was all right with it, but I've definitely learned to be better um, just because I've had to. And it's always the little stuff that adds up because people go, that's only an extra $3.40. Yes. Then $4.12 and mm -hmm. then $7. And all of a sudden you're looking like, Jesus, 300 bucks a month we blew in doing this, this, and this. Well, yeah, exactly. And like my first year, I was spending a lot more on flowers because I was the new girl. So I was getting charged a lot more. And I didn't realize it. I didn't know any better, yeah. you know. And then I, as I started to learn the game, I was like, oh, crap. Like I could get other things from other suppliers and they're going to look out for me. And now I have really great relationships with my suppliers, and that makes a huge, huge difference. The pre, the first vendors that you were buying from, mm -hmm. are you? You're not even doing business with some of them. Mm -hmm. Did they even ask, "Hey, 
No, they're more of a nationwide okay. supplier, so they they do what they need to do to make money for their business. Was there a shortage of inventory for you to buy one when COVID hit? Yes. Yeah. COVID totally changed everything because, I mean, you, you know, like Holland, they completely shut everything off, and they were just dumping all of their flowers. So when you have thousands of flowers not coming in, I mean, and they were restricting travel in general, mm -hmm. you have less planes flying, it changes everything. For how long was that window? I would say through like March through the summer when when we were really figuring things out. Where where were you getting flowers from to fulfill orders? Um, still my local suppliers, and then I also have another supplier that works directly with farmers. So I get products from all over the world through them. Yeah, oh, I remember wow. us looking at that website yeah. when we were picking out my wedding flowers yes. and plants. She got beautiful garden roses, and we got yes. them right from Ecuador. Yep. So I, I, that's another thing I learned is who can I go to that's going to give me the best product right from the farm? And that's what I use now. Hmm. They were lovely. Yes, they were. Yes. So for managing, and I know that managing finances and managing money, we talked about this with Becky. I mean, that is every business owner's uh -huh. cash flow is like what we all struggle with. And would you say that there's anything different that you think that you run into being a female business owner versus if you were a guy in the same industry? I'm not sure just because I don't, I don't look at that as a limiting thing. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see that as <laughs> a limiting factor. Somebody... I think that might be the key though, is that you don't see that as a limiting factor. So it's not mm -hmm. right. So your mindset around that is so powerful because a lot of people would blame things on being a woman and you're just looking at that as, well, that's just a non, a non issue for you. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is, you know, if that is an obstacle, I'm going to try to overcome it, you know. When people meet you in the context of you getting introduced as Heather owns, flat, you know, right here, do they look at sometimes like, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, I mean, at first people were like, you're so young, you know, mm. like, how do what do you mean? You, you couldn't own? be that smart. Yeah. yeah. You, what do you mean? Like, you, you don't. Yeah. That's actually yeah. kind of how some mm -hmm. people treated me is yep. you're not that smart and you're mm -hmm. so young, <laughs> you know, but I mean, I think you just have to figure out what works best for your business, mm -hmm. you know, because the way I run my business is different than the way my friend runs her business, who's also a florist. And she's also one of my biggest competitors, but that's actually why we became friends because we can learn from each other and mm -hmm. I really respect her. So, you know, but we kind of bounce off each other as well um, because she's a local florist in a small town too. So, you know, we kind of base our prices off of each other and we'll just kind of bounce ideas off each other. You know, how much do you charge for delivery or what are you doing for this event? Um, that kind of stuff. Nice. If you had an auditorium full of women who want to start their own business, mm -hmm. knowing what you know now, what's the first two things you would tell them? Go for it. And even if you're scared of something or you hate something, you should check out that outlet too. 
because I never thought I would go into finance and I never thought <laughs> I would go into flowers. I mean, when I, I went to school, I went to Meredith College, thought I was going to go into pharmaceutical sales. You know, I, I've, I was always in the health field. So that's what I thought I was going to do. So when 2007 hit, I had to pivot and I had to figure out what's going to work for me and how can I survive? So you have a BA in interpersonal communications mm -hmm. and you went from the medical world to the financial world yep. to the florist world. Exactly. <laughs> but it's probably helped with customer service, hasn't it? It has. And what I've actually learned about the flowers is at first I was just saw it as like, okay, I'm going to buy this business and I'm going to run it like an online business. But really it's more like therapy because I help people with the biggest events of their life, whether mm -hmm. it's getting married or they lost a family member or a best friend or their baby. You know, I've, I've helped people with all these events and it's just way more than flowers. It's the meaning behind the flowers and the emotion. And sometimes people just, sometimes my brides are stressed out and they're crying to me. Sometimes mm. the family members are stressed out and they're crying to me. I've had clients fight you know family members fight mm -hmm. i mean it's been it's not just flowers so i think that the interpersonal communication and i got my minor in psychology i think it helps me understand people and keep people calm and like with trinity I, you know i did everything i could to keep her calm yep so i mean because i think when you're in those stressful situations you just want someone to tell you it's okay mm -hmm. and kind of lead you so that's what i try to do you have a good book coming one day, don't you? <laughs> Without the names? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let me get working on it. You should. So I have a, I have a just a, because I'm wondering question. It has nothing to do with business. But I figured, you know, like if I owned an ice cream shop and I knew that the ice cream was going to go bad if nobody ate it, I'd probably take it home at night. Right. So do you I ever see where this is going? <laughs> do you ever look at your flowers and go, man, this product's gonna die. I might as well make myself a beautiful arrangement. Or do you like, what do you do with your dying flowers? Um, that's a good question. I actually, um, I volunteer and I donate them to an elderly home in our um, community so then the senior residents they can work with the flowers and enjoy them so if it's something where like it's not you know it's not cream of the crop like potential like i'd put in your wedding mm -hmm. but it's okay you know it's still alive still kicking you know then i would donate that to the nursing home so that way they can enjoy it for like a week or so oh that's awesome yeah Aww. but i do take some i i take Flowers home every now and then, but not probably as much as I should just to enjoy them. Um, I think it's kind of like if you do something for work all day, then mm. you don't want to keep doing it. You know? <laughs> like helping people buy and sell houses. And Scott's like, so <laughs> when are you going to? And then now you're, and and you're, bought a, you're building a mansion. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that better be the last house you live in for a while, right? It will be because, yeah. you know, two people need that much room. To bounce Shit. around. Another Jeep to buy, maybe. Yes. And it's our forever home. I know. So I, and that's I fun, feel, but you're planning yeah. for that. So but we are planning for it. It's interesting being on the other side and being my own client because mm -hmm. um, it's managing Scott's expectations. It's managing the builder. It's keeping everybody on track. It's all of the go going back and forth and, you know, working through our budget and 
blowing our budget and reconciling what we want to keep and what we want to get rid of. So I can see that it's, I will not look forward to moving again if we ever have to. That uh, HBIC is demanding. And HBIC is is demanding. HBIC. Yeah. Yeah. She, she can be a real, a real pain in the ass. (laughs) You liar. her. (laughs) Do you have one of those jobs, Heather, when you're at a party and people find out what you do, they go, Hey, one quick question. Yeah. Do you get those? Oh, yeah. Or they'll be like, oh, I just really love working with flowers. Can I come help you? Which I, I'm i open to people coming uh-huh. and helping me, and I'm open, I'm open to that. You know, the people that I had to let go, it just wasn't a good fit. You know, so if people really do have talent and they're open to it, I mean, I've had friends come help me for free just to, like, learn how to do it, you know? So I could see you and Cherie and Steph and Kate coming to help Saturday, one Saturday, mm-hmm. get an order out. Oh, oh yeah. I love working with flowers. Oh yeah. I no, love you, it. And yeah. you guys have a blast. So yeah. and you remember the gang from the, the posse from the wedding. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, when you're at those parties, what questions, once they find out you own a, a floral shop, what kind of questions do you get? Um, where do you get your flowers? How much do they cost? How do I st- start a, flower shop do you want to buy another one um yeah do you want to sell yours well that's who you talk to to yeah yeah when you're ready for that one yeah have a conversation with this one before you buy that one yeah those are the kind of questions okay that i get and just everything in between oh i thought it'd be more what would you put out for this i thought it'd be more product oriented like well i'm having this party or what should i plant here they'll do that too or even if i'm sometimes if i'm in the store and i'm like checking out flowers because sometimes i'll just i will just purchase Mm -hmm. flowers at the grocery store and sometimes there's people there and they're lost as hell so i'll just start telling them like hey you know they'll start asking me they're like i don't know like i don't know what to do i'm just trying to be sweet you know so i'll lead them in the right direction all of a sudden five people are around you right? yeah well i think they can just kind of tell you're on a mission yeah, you know because yeah. i'm like I'm, I'm here for a reason like let me get what i need um and then get out of here so but yeah i mean uh one thing i will say trinity back to your question is i do stock up on a lot of silk flowers mm-hmm. um so just because then i can have them around my house and keep it decorated and i do sell those as well Oh, I did not know that. Yes, ma'am. That's super fun. Especially for funerals. <gasps> we should do a wreath-making party. Wreaths. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, we can do that. That would be awesome. For sure. If somebody who didn't know you visited your house, would they know what you owned for a living? Maybe. I've had people ask me if I'll decorate their homes after they go to my house. So they either ask if I'm in interior design okay. or yeah. something yeah. in that sort. Do you decorate houses? Um, I have, yeah. I enjoy it. Do you? Yeah, I think I get it from my mom. My mom, she's in construction and home decor, so. But it makes sense if if more people are home right now and you can get the right neighborhood with some discretionary income, that might be your, while I'm closed 9 to 2 on Tuesday, I'll come decorate your house. Um, I'm open to it. Because they got to buy the product from you and then pay you to decorate it. So yeah, you can get them. and I'm, I'm very open to it. I mean... I've learned a lot the past few years yeah. just about design and people's styles and working with them. So just I'm put a marketing plan together and take 10%. What do you think? <laughs> oh, this is where this is sounds, going. Yeah. sounds like we just picked a up a new client. business show, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm open to it. Hmm. Makes sense. 
what would you say is the greatest hurdle that you've had to overcome in general? My mental sanity. Okay. <laughs> Does any of that have to do with the fact that you run two businesses? Well, yeah. And because I think a lot of people are hard on themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know I've have, I have really high expectations, um, or I did before. And then I kind of had to learn that I'm doing all right, you know? And I think that that's been the hardest thing is realizing you don't have to beat yourself up, mm-hmm. you know, to get where you're going. Cause you actually do better if you like realize what you're doing. That's good. Right. So, yeah. I mean, do you, do you, have you had those moments as a business owner? Oh, every day. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scott and I have this conversation probably every couple of months. It'll start with something like this. I'll have a really shitty transaction and maybe we lose a coaching client and I'm stressed out. And I probably had a night where I had some insomnia and wasn't able to sleep. And all of a sudden I'm in this mindset of, well, why don't I just go get a job? Why don't I just become right. a barista? Why don't I just, you know, like, cause I'm just like, oh, so fed up with the stress of being in business. Right. And then Scott will look at me and say, well, don't you love going on vacation? And don't you like taking these long weekends? And da, 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 da. And then before I know it, he's just repositioned everything and reminded me why I love being in business in the first place. Right. And then, you know, the next couple of good paychecks comes in and I remember that, oh, that's why I would get paid a lot is because I also have to deal with a whole lot of stress. Yeah. Um, you I would rather you. have that butthead paying you 12 grand commission versus six bucks for that cup at Starbucks. Yeah, but there's definitely times when I have serious considered Like, what would it be like to just go back and get a corporate job? And those moments are fleeting, but I think it makes sense that anyone could have those when you have a day or, in my case, a couple of days that go by that are just really, really hard. Right. Like, somebody asked me how business was going the other day, and they're like, how's business going? And I was like, everything's hard right now. Like, I don't have any, none of my transactions that I have going on are easy. Everything is complicated. I'm dealing with vendors and service providers and contractors and my clients and you know, just a lot of stuff going on. And then we've had a big influx of new stuff going on with Wired to Change. So, which has been amazing. So then I want to focus on that, but I also can't drop the other stuff. Right. And before you know it, and then Mike's bringing me like more new ideas. And I'm like, oh, I was going to say, that was code like, for, yes. okay, that's too many, but that one's good. But I like yeah. this one. But I really like what you're talking about here. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think having... a a person or a couple of people that you can bounce that off of. Um, I know Heather and I like, you know, we'll have a couple of Trulies or a couple glasses of wine and we'll talk about what it's like being in business because it's not always rosy. It's not always um, as glamorous as people make it out to be. I mean, there's times when we have to make tough decisions. There's times when I was running on a row where I was like, okay, I'm not going to pay myself for three months so I right. can make payroll. Yeah. Like you have to make hard decisions exactly. to, to make it and to balance the books and make sure that you can pay your vendors and you might have to pay your vendors for flowers before you take a paycheck yourself. And like, yes. which profit first would say, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But I digress. No, I completely agree with you. And that's where I'm coming from too, because 
sometimes other people kind of may push their stress and situations on you. And I think that's when it all kind of builds up, you know, Mm -hmm. but then I think that's where I've learned to just like take the step back and be like, okay, I've made it through literally everything in my life. Like I'm going to make it through this too. Like this is going to be okay. And I mean, sometimes I have to like have that conversation with my clients too, or my brides when, you know, they're on the verge they're of a meltdown. Of, yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I'm like sitting there telling them like, it's going to be okay. Like, but, you know, I, I've had those rough times where, you know, if uh, we have a hurricane or something happens in the world, it affects the flowers. And I've had to deliver really hard news to brides, you know, like I cannot get this flower that they were dead set on. So I've had to have those really hard conversations mm-hmm. and that's when it's stressful But then when you can make it better, that's when it's like really rewarding. But I think just having to deal with the emotions of everything because you are dealing with people, you know. So I think that that and we are in in people businesses and managing people is by far one of the hardest tasks that there is to do. Yeah. Managing the money side of everything definitely can get stressful, especially when you're a solopreneur. And at the end of the day, everything relies on us. And there's no one else that's going to pick up those pieces or do it for us. We just have to be the ones that power through it. Yeah. There there are a lot of people that listen in big towns and small towns to the show. You are in a very small town. Yes, I am. Is that an advantage? I think so. Um, I'm the only florist in my town and I'm right by Raleigh. So I can still get business there. I can still get business in Wake Forest, Youngsville, Zebulon, Nightdale, Bunn, Lewisburg. The other big cities around town. (laughs) Yeah, you know, literally everywhere around there. So I think it's a benefit and I enjoy it. I enjoy it because I build these relationships with my clients and I have old men who stop by just to see me, you know, and, you know, I mean, and I really appreciate that because you know, and I know exactly what they want when they come by, you know, or they, when they call, like one of my favorite clients, he is a small business owner as well, but he's also very smooth. Like for his birthday, he sends flowers to his wife saying, you know, thank you for being the best birthday present I could have. So men take notes, nice. you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. Like that's what I like about that, it the most. Game. Oh yeah, for sure. Nice. For sure. Um, all right. So we've talked about hurdles, which thank you for being real and honest with us because yeah. I think a lot of times people see the buttoned up version and they oh, don't yeah. see the times that we're like <laughs> mascara running down my face because I'm so stressed out. Or you're up till four in the morning because you have so much going on that you literally can't let someone down. So yep. you're pushing as pushing. hard as you can to make everything happen. Exactly. And I think that's when we get to those points because we are giving so much, you know, that it, after that, you're like, okay, cool. I made yeah. that. Perfect. <laughs> and yeah. as I always say, it can't kill you. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and, sometimes and re- you just, yeah. you, it can't kill you. And you're rhetorically asking, whose idea was this? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think also going with that, I've had a situation that almost killed me and it didn't. And I think after that, I was just kind of like, all right, let's fucking do this. You know, when did you almost have a with my blood clot when we were playing kickball? Yes, I forgot about that. Yes. So I was on a boat and the boat hit a large wake and I flew in the air and I got injured from that. And from those injuries, I got a blood clot, which got caught. It got caught in my armpit, actually. So it did not go into my heart. If it had, 
I wouldn't be here right now. Wow. So after that, I think it just kind of makes you look at everything different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's also why I'm like, I'm still here. Let's do this. Like whatever happens, we can do it. Yeah. When you face something that is that black or white, it really mm -hmm. opens your eyes to, you know, at the end of the day, yes, things are important, but you can only do so much for other people Yeah. before you just have to say, okay, I can't fix everybody else's problems. No, but, and I think it just helps you to kind of appreciate life. And mm -hmm. I mean, cause I know like in my second, third year of business, like literally something happened every day that I had to fix, <laughs> you know? And I was yeah. just like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? So that's probably when I struggled the most with like balancing my mental sanity and happiness in the business because it was literally like my AC was going out or like, you know, like something was always happening. So, and as a business owner, you know, if you're in a large shop, you're responsible for that stuff. You are. So, yep. The buck stops mm -hmm. here. Knowing what you know now, would you still have bought the store? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I don't, I don't want to do away with it. I enjoy it. Um, I look forward to it. So, I mean, you know, with things slowing down and then picking back up, now I really enjoy it when I have work. It makes me really appreciate it. Is there an area, a revenue stream that you didn't think would be as good as it is, but all of a sudden something happened and you thought, ooh, let me delve into this a little bit more, make some more money doing, whether it's events or non-events or plants, yeah. anything like that? Yeah, definitely. What was that? I'm not going to disclose that. Nice. <laughs> just because it took me a that's long fun. time to figure it out, you know. But, it, but <laughs> hey, well, that's the story we're looking for. Yeah. But there was something, did it just show up on the radar one day or did you know when you bought the store? No, I, I it took, I mean, it took trial and error. Okay. For sure. All right. Good for so, you. Well, thanks. So you're sitting here with two self-proclaimed and also I would say our fans find us to be pretty <laughs> awesome coaches. Yeah. Definitely entertaining. Sometimes, yes. sometimes even really helpful. Um, and by the way, we had a client today who asked us the same question. We gave her two totally separate answers. Yes, we did. <laughs> but that's what we bring to the table. It is completely different backgrounds. Yep. I mean, we could not have been further apart because my answer was nope, or my answer was yes, and Trinity's answer was no. Was no. <laughs> yeah, simple. So, but that's what you get with us. So it is. I like it. Um, it works well. So you're sitting here with two great coaches. Mm -hmm. What question would you like to ask us that we can answer for our listeners? What has been your biggest hurdle? Oh man, <laughs> only one. I I think of hurdles like our hurdles are more like a track meet. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's 10 of them lined up in a row and you hop over the first two and you're like, yes, but then your toe clips that third one. And oh, before yeah. you know it, now you're running into the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, <laughs> and you're like, mother, yeah. who, who's like, idea whose idea this? was this for me to run in these tiny shorts? <laughs> With spikes. Yeah. With spikes in my shoes. Yeah. Um, no, but I would say that for us, the biggest hurdle has been one, um, me learning how to run two businesses 
at the same time mm-hmm. um, and how to divvy the time up and how to be available enough to Mike and still feel that I'm being available to my clients, but also not feeling like I'm so available to everybody all the time that I right. no longer have a life. Yeah, and, I can appreciate and that. And that was... Um, when I was running Hunter Row, I was way more stressed out. You can ask Scott, my husband. I was way, way more stressed out because I had so many people, you know, wanting my attention at all times right. that it felt like I never had anyone else in my corner that yeah. was at the same level. So I think one of the things that is awesome about working with Mike is that I always have that person in my corner that we can brainstorm and bounce ideas off each other. So that makes that hurdle a little less scary because it's still a hurdle Mm -hmm. and it's going to continue to be a hurdle for me just to find, okay, where is that ideal balance and what does it look like? Yeah, I completely appreciate that because I mean, we touched on that earlier. That's mm-hmm. that is difficult. It is, and I know I think that you're, everyone you're balancing with it. two businesses. Yeah. So, how do you think that you are thriving in running your two businesses? Just learning, like you said, learning to say no, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, because when too many people want your attention and you're trying to give your attention to everyone, something's gonna lag there somewhere you know yeah so just figuring out like okay what can I actually manage so like earlier um I had a call I needed an information on an insurance policy so I called before I came here got the information let my client know you know knowing I had to come here so and also prepping for everything I have to do tomorrow my wedding's next week my wedding's uh you know later in October because I have to have all that stuff purchased I have to have everything planned So it's really in the time management. I feel like I've learned to thrive Um, because otherwise it's like a monsoon hitting you. That is true. Mike, (laughs) what would you say has been your biggest hurdle? Mine is probably, well, getting her on the phone, but I digress. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying to be better. You are. Yeah, and you are, yeah. Uh, Mine is. I'm coachable. Yes, we both are. And by the way, we introduce each other at our events. That's how well we're getting to know each other. And we introduce each other far better than we we introduce ourselves. (laughs) Mine is, because I work from home, Mm -hmm. and mine is staying focused. Because I'm real quick to go, ooh. And a lot of people laugh about that, but it's horrible for me. And so I've I've even asked Trinity, we had a conversation about three weeks ago. I said, I need you to turn the heat up on me a little bit. Keep me it's like, but but you said Thursday we're gonna have that done, like because I don't want to disappoint her, mm-hmm. right? So that's mine is the focus, and because we're new businesses, try to understand we may have nineteen ideas that we think are kick ass. Mm, we better narrow that down to three right now. Learn those, and then add, you know go that way instead of let's do nine things, which we preach to our clients. Don't do don't that, do it. right? So a lot of times it's actually good for us that we need to walk our own walk oh yeah and that's been the toughest thing for me is working from home and just staying focused and trying to understand her time of her revenue generator right and knowing full well that she does want to grow this right but i can't take 15 hours a week from her and put it on this so we're learning each other's strengths no well not yet yeah no we could do that even now I can get 15 more hours a week from you? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Thank you. see? Yeah. You're recording, right, Jago? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but understand the balance for her and for me to, and we're understanding each other's roles as well. 
I explain to people that if you're a baseball fan, I'm the starting pitcher. We talk about something, and I get it started, and then I bring it to my closer. And we were talking about this the other day. We need a one sheet, a template made for one sheets that we put out. She has to do that because, A, I can't match most colors, and square is a good design for me. So (laughs) I said, look, you're going to have to, because that stress, very few things stress me out. That stresses me out because I really feel stupid, and I shouldn't. But as I'm looking at a screen, like, lines and circles, is not going to work? So we talked about it. And so she'll design all that stuff, and then I can get the content and just keep changing that out. But that's what we're learning is what's each other's role. Yeah, and where your strengths are. And she is so good at that, and I am so sucky at that. And I enjoy it. It, it, You do, yes. I, I do not get many opportunities in what we do to be artistic so the moments when i get to write or create something are few and far between and i just really enjoy yeah getting in there that's why i like you know doing stuff on our website that's your break from reality it is oh yeah yeah even though we're still working it doesn't feel like work no not yet. yeah that's kind of how i feel with the flowers So, Heather, if people um, are listening to this and they're thinking, man, I need a florist who's also well-versed in the financial realm, Mm -hmm. um, how would they get a hold of you? Um, They can call 919-429-7585, or they can email me at flowercreationsrollsville.gmail at gmail.com, or um, visit the Junary website. Awesome. Do you ship outside the triangle? We do. Yes, we do. So for our listeners in Oregon or Atlanta? We can ship flowers, and then we can also find other local florists in their area, too, if they prefer that. So if you don't know a local florist, Mm -hmm. call Heather, because we trust her, so you should trust her. Exactly. And then she'll find you a florist that you can trust. Yeah. Actually, um, I'm in a large group of florists um, on Facebook and Instagram, and we are connected all over the world. Beautiful. So that way I could find someone for you. Amazing. Lovely. That's why you're the best, girl. Thank you so much. And, of course, we would love for you, our loyal listeners, to go out, rate, review, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing. We are on episode 102. This will be 103. Oh, this will be 103. And um, that is super exciting. And we want to know how we're doing. So if you would, for any reason, rate us less than five stars, (laughs) make sure you email me first because we don't want any of those bad reviews out there if we can do anything about it. Email is info at wired2change.com. And that's with the number Number two. two. You can also find us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. And you can always PM or DM us on any of those, and we will make sure that we get right back to you. Absolutely, but we love feedback. Uh, if you have ideas for guests that would be good on the show. If you yourself would like to be a guest on the show, reach out to us. Um, we're going to have some new fun guests coming up mm-hmm. um, shortly that are going to be joining us um, next virtually week. next week. So we're super excited about that. And we also are pumped about our ongoing mastermind group. And we will be getting the dates out shortly for our next mastermind mm-hmm. group for those that missed out on the first one. Yes. And we had a lot of fun on the first day today. We know you like it because plenty of nuggets around for everybody. As a group think, group effort, and we enjoy kind of spearheading that because we all know the answers. 
It's just we need somebody to pull them out. And you're like, I know. I need to make yes. those nine calls a day. I know. And Heather, <laughs> so, thank you for joining us yes. today. Thank, thank you, you for, for being me. the world's best wedding florist ever. And we appreciate you. We appreciate our listeners. And we'll talk to you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.